everybody. Welcome back to the Hayden Alabama Podcast. I'm Philip, And I'm Shane. This is a good buddy of mine. Shane and I have been friends since... Old, old enough to know somebody, I guess. The 90s? Yeah, at least. So Shane's joining me today. Let me go ahead and tell you what you're going to get to hear. So we're going to start off by giving the Hayden community an opportunity to support the Hayden community. Right. It's time to shine. It's time to step up and give back. So I think gonna, they will. I mean, if Hayden's going to do anything, they're going to step up and, and really support this cause that we're going to talk about. I think they will, and I think they'll be happy they did. So we're going to talk about that. And then, so this weekend here in Alabama, deer season's been in if you're a stick and string guy. Yeah. But if you like to let the thunder sticks roar, yeah. you got to wait, and the wait is almost over. Yeah, if you got if you're a little less of a man, you know, you gotta wait on deer se- on, on gun season. The shots fired there. That's yeah, what it is. Well, I, I know that I'm waiting for deer uh, for gun season now because I'm I'm not near the time. Don't have the time That's to true. do the stick and string thing anymore. It takes a lot of effort with stick and string. No doubt. Like the old like the old natives used to do it. And they got to be a lot closer. A lot of closer, and you got to be a lot lots more stealthier than. When you can reach out and get them up 300 yards. I'm going to be the 300 yard guy. That's just where I'm <laughs> at in my good. life. I understand that. So we're going to share a, a, one of our favorite deer stories and hope to provide a little <clears throat> bit of entertainment for you. And then to conclude the show today, a couple of stories on Facebook have really caught our attention. Yeah. <laughs> and That's right. We've just got to discuss it. We, we've got questions. We don't have a lot of answers. And so we're going to discuss those and maybe... Somebody can help us with that. Maybe find some solutions. I mean, that's what we're about is providing solutions to these problems that arise in this small town. But they're there, they're out there and they need solutions. So they at least need to be for. talked about. They got to we, be fleshed We got to get out. some minds thinking about them. At, at minimum, I think that you'll have a little bit of a laugh as we work through those. But let's start at traditions part. If you've never, I'm sure many of you have been up there, especially if you're listening to this podcast and you're from Hayden. The youth football team has a field roughed in. Up above, up above all, it, the, yeah. all yeah. the softball fields. Which I, I noticed that there for years, but I didn't know like mm-hmm. if there were some plans or not. But apparently there's been some folks kind of get together. and So there was a plan, but it wasn't coupled with the amount of money needed. You know, nothing's cheap these days. No. And so the, the football team has had to practice on the softball fields. Yeah. And, you know, they have to play at Robert Reed. And there's nothing wrong with playing on the softball fields. I mean, we had yeah. to, when we were kids, we had to do that. But if you really want to really hone your task or hone your mm-hmm. skills, you got to get on a, on a football field where they feel at home and they the right can see lines, right distances. lines. That's right. Distances and yeah. really understand the, the angles and stuff that you got to take. Cause f- softball fields a little bit round on the sides there. It's a totally different shape. Maybe, oh, maybe let some skirt around mm-hmm. a little bit, a little harder to keep contain on the, Softball field. And it's hard to keep your attention when you have softball players and baseball players hitting softballs and baseballs at the same time that you're trying to practice. Or, Nothing wrong with that. We're all working together. We're all working together, but it there's is a, a better bit, way. I mean, I've got a six-year-old kid. Coming up. So I, you've got an opportunity. I, but I understand his focus is not where it's... No. It's very difficult as it is. So take herding cats and make it... Put them, give them some Mountain Dew that we were just drinking. It's a good combo. And then try to herd them. So here's the opportunity. The community has come together. Uh, so Mr. Price, who is the football commissioner, mm-hmm. is working with Joe Young specifically, 
and others. So it's not just them. And, and if you're a part of this and I didn't state your name, no, didn't mean to do that. But Joe Young's the loudest one. She's the most well-spoken. Love you, Joe. Love you, Joe. <laughs> Love you. Well, let me tell you. She's told me about it. I've heard from this from Joe, and that's the only reason I said that. She is telling everyone that she comes in contact with uh, about this opportunity. So, so go ahead with that. So I called her before this because this is really the heart of this podcast is we wanted – is giving back. We're, going to, we're trying to give back to the community through creating awareness. So I talked to Joe, and so up to this point, right now they need – so here's what they need. The estimate for the construction needed is somewhere between eighty and 100000 which seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. Joe has put together sponsorship packages for local businesses, and so far – What have we gotten up to? Over 60000 Wow. Local businesses have showed up and showed out, donated, because this is a 501C. C3. Think, is that right? The, C3. The, is that the one you write off? That's it. For the, you donate, you Completely write Completely tax deductible. Well, that's what our youth park is. So any donation can be done that done that way and get a donation. You know, it's a double win. You sure. give back plus you, you know, get a little help on your taxes. So any, any individuals that's looking right now is the time to go ahead and get those tax deductions in end of the year it's the end of the year mm-hmm. it's kind of like the the government you know they get to this point and they're like well we got a little extra money left over we got to spend it mm-hmm. we're gonna lose it mm-hmm. so if you get if you got some looking for some tax deductions this would be a tremendous mm-hmm. opportunity yeah so that's one of two ways you can see joe and joe has the information there and i'm going to put joe's information she's given that to us sure. to share because she she said i'm happy to be a point person that's how passionate she is about this and i don't think uh, the way she presented it to me she'll take ten dollars or she'll take ten thousand dollars it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. uh they're able to use all of that so uh anything that we're able to give uh this would be beneficial especially if you got grandkids that are coming up youngins that may play football one day uh, young girls that may be one of the cheerleaders that's mm-hmm. all all in in that same genre there. The whole package. Yeah. So see Joe if you'd like to do a sponsorship package, but if that's not you, you're not a business, you're not looking for a write-off, here's the biggest thing. So Joe is excited about that. If you want to do the sponsorship, you can go by her uh, shop. You can call her. I got the information there, and we'll be in the show notes as well. And any of those girls at the shop can take – if she, Joe's not I'm there, sure. the, the girls can take the I'm sure they'll get you well. in touch with sure. Well, so let's talk about the biggest opportunity. So what they have put together a raffle. And you may have saw this on Facebook. We're going to put the graphic here so that you can see that. Go ahead and get those the gifts ready for us. So they have already paid for or had these gifts donated. There's going to be a raffle. The raffle cost is $10 a ticket. You can buy the raffle ticket from, uh, if you know a football player, if you know a cheerleader, maybe a parent, you can get it from all of them. You can probably get it from whoever's posted on Facebook. So there's a benefit to who you buy your ticket from because the number one and number two seller, there's a gift card for them, a little prize, an incentive prize for selling the most tickets. But again, all the gifts are paid for. Tell them what the gifts, what they can win. So it looks like they've got a, speaking of hunting season, a Henry Golden Boy Lever Action 22. Now, I don't know if y'all have ever seen those guns, but they're beautiful little mm-hmm. Uh, lever action rifles, rimfire 22. Uh, that's uh, that's an op- opportunity to win that. A Traeger pellet smoker, which are those are nice. Yep. Anybody that likes to smoke uh, uh, barbecue and 
tenderloins, ribs, things like that, brisket, all, ribs, mm-hmm. and you just set it and forget it. You know, you just take it, turn it on, That's and nice. there it is. So those are nice. Uh, a Nintendo Switch, which is, I mean, what kid doesn't want a Nintendo Switch nowadays? Mm-hmm. Now, here's a big one. A Jeff Dennis Jewelers gift card. Bling, bling. <laughs> Gets you a little, a little something for that sweet honey that you got for mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Bass Pro Backpack Cooler. Shimano spinning rod combo and a basketball goal. And all those uh, were donated generously uh, for some, from someone to, for this mm-hmm. raffle. So, uh, and the, the deal about that is you buy one ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen to this. You have an opportunity to win each prize. So you could possibly win, if you buy six tickets, that's six chances to win all Every six time. prizes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, you buy one ticket, it's six chances to win every prize, right? Yeah. Is the way they understood so if that? So if I bought, for example, real world example, if I bought a ticket and I won the lever action, that was the first prize out of the gate, PB gets that one, my ticket goes, goes back in the pile. Right back in the pile for prize number two, for prize number three, four, five, six. So it's not a one and done. Mm-mm, not a one and done. Got a lot of chances to win. But most so what the goal is, what the their vision for the benefit of this raffle, they're trying to get somewhere between twenty and thirty thousand dollars, which is not at ten dollars a pop. It's really not. I mean, you you do the math there, and I should be able to do that math because you've taken up to differential equations, which is <laughs> really crazy to me. Yeah, that may have been a long time ago, but you did that. And and the individual that taught me differential equations. I just couldn't quite grasp what he was telling me. I don't know if it was differential equations or the fact that he was speaking a different language. Well, you showed me your homework one time. Yeah, this is a sidebar, a, a little bit of a rabbit trail here. He showed me his homework when he started that. Not one number in any of the problems. It's all letters. I said, you're not, the problem is, is you're not doing math anymore. You no longer have numbers. I'm not doing, I, you had, your homework for the week was four questions. And I thought, well, that's not a lot, just four questions for your homework. Didn't know that each question took you somewhere between 10 and 20 pages of paper to do it's each true. question. I went into that that whole class thinking D for diploma. Now, that's mm. not advice. It's not advice. Young people don't hear that. Don't hear that. But that's what I went in there with. And you got the degree, got so out. obviously you got D or better. Got on out of there. Made it out of there. So the math being $10, we need $20,000, $10 pop, that's 2,000 people, right? I think that's or, correct. You know, if people buy multiple tickets, maybe maybe a hundred dollars. Knocks it on down there. Yeah. So, you know, let's let's say uh, I think is a very obtainable goal, and like like Phil was saying earlier, uh, if, if Hayden would step up and really support this, it won't take long, and they'll get that. They've already, the businesses have already showed out, and I and I want to give props to those that that have gifts so far. Uh, that's tremendous to be able to raise. Uh, sixty was it sixty thousand already or eighty thousand? They've already raised sixty, and and some, and a couple of that sixty was in ten thousand dollars swings. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's huge. That's huge. That really is. And when you're knocking them out at ten that ten k a piece, that that really Boy, doesn't take, take long. long. That's right. Don't take long. But what do you get? So I, I know you're going to step up. I know you're going to answer the call for these kids for our community. So this is what we'll get for eighty to a hundred thousand dollars. The field will be totally surfaced. So that means that what is the dirt work that's left that needs to be done plus the grass. So that's number one. Number two, uh, bleachers. Obviously, somebody's got to have somewhere to sit. Somewhere to sit. Yeah. 
So we're going to get some bleachers. Goal posts, important for kicking the field goal. Sure. A press box. Wow. You know, got to have somebody. Somebody to keep the score. Score, all those things. And then uh, lastly, also important, a handicap ramp, a handicap, you know, whatever is needed for somebody with a disability, uh, a wheelchair that wants to still come see their player, they'll be able to get up to the field. So that's what oh, this is going to Oh, up to the field. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah, that's what this is so going to So maybe a concrete ramp. Yeah, not whatever's sure. Whatever's needed. I'm not yeah. sure what their plan is for that. but So it's a great opportunity. So and you get a lot. You get a lot. Get the total pack, Basically, the total package. Mm-hmm. And then the boys can get that and, and get out there and play. Girls can get out there and play and – and and have fun and, and get it on down the road. So and that's not uh, your your efforts will not be seen in three or four years. We're talking about twenty twenty four season next year. Next year, wow, they're ready to go and their home games will be right there. And, and ultimately, the if you've ever been there, the hard part is done. I mean, the hard part is 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 getting it a nice flat spot for them to to finish this stuff with, and that's already completed. So uh, it'll go quickly when they get the money raised and, and get it done. So they've got the right person at the right at the helm with Miss Joe Young. I guarantee. I guarantee. If you talk about somebody who can. Organize, organize and get people together for and encourage and, and motivate energy she's got it she's got it and then you know and, and as i was talking to her you know she said and this is kudos to our community the community that we love obviously the hayden outbound podcast is she said hayden has been so good to her sure and to her family that not only does she have a, a grandbaby that she wants to, you know, see have this and have a great place. But she said, you know, Hayden has given so much to her over the years that yeah. she just wanted to also give back a little bit. Well, we've talked a little bit about the that that small town, small business mind, and Joe's really just just her business has always done well. First of all, because of who she is and how. Mm-hmm how likable of a person that she is, but, and, yeah. but she's always giving back to the community. And now, now she's expecting that same, same thing from yeah. the community to step up and do that. So it's not a far, far reach. I don't think for us to do that. So don't wait, get to doing that. And, and we're going to get to the next topic. So we talked about deer season. Yeah. So let's tell one of our favorite deer stories <laughs> and maybe, maybe something that we took away from that a little takeaway from those. So, you know, deer season. If you've if you've grown up in any small town, I mean, from anywhere in the states, you, deer season's a big deal. I mean, it's a fun time. It's a fun time, and when I, I don't do it as much as I used to, and that's probably because of just time constraints. We talked about that earlier, but now that we're looking back, man, we had some great times as mm. kids. 14, 15, 16. We yeah. would skip basketball practice. Not also, not a recommendation. Not a recommendation. Just something that we we did. Coach Simmons, I'm sorry. And Coach Kirk. Coach Kirk. Okay. Yeah. We did it. It was just a choice. We made. It was a choice we made. Yeah. We loved your season. We did, and so well. And let's let's talk about why. Okay, Philip and I were not exactly superstars on the basketball team. No, we're both six foot or less. We're average at best. Average. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. Okay. I've never felt so good about myself. We were average at best. But we did enjoy fouling. If you're going to foul, get your money's worth. Get your money's worth. Yeah. And I learned from the best. I mean, this man taught me everything I knew about how to foul. Again, a rabbit hole. So let's Mm -hmm. let's stay on track here. 
<laughs> but we decided one day that we were going to do a little deer hunting. Going to go deer hunting. So we had a cut over my my aunt's property. Yeah. She had thirty acres that she had clear cut, mm-hmm. and so when that happened, obviously you can see the distance. And what the way her property was was it was low to a hill in the middle, mm-hmm. and then down to a valley. So we just chose to sit right there in right the hill. on the middle. And if you remember, mm-hmm. oh, I remember. Uh, yeah, right. So there was a, a like an oak top that yeah. they had cut out, and so we climbed in that oak top because we didn't have a blind we or a shooting house or anything in. like that. Mm-hmm. And also it was warm that day, and I it don't was think warm. we were feeling like that we were going to see anything anyway. Thank you we were in T-shirts. Maybe camouflage, but mm-hmm. T-shirts. So we're in that top, and from the wood line where the, the cutover stopped, we hear some kind of just some... A little rustling. A little rustling. Something there. That, and I said, well, well, all we saw was horns, which in Alabama... I, hey, again, if you're listening to this, maybe you're in Iowa. Maybe you're in... Yeah, this is not Iowa. Maybe you're in Texas. Definitely not Texas. Maybe you're in Ohio. Yeah. Illinois. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, oh, you saw horns, did you? Yeah. Well, listen here, bud. In Hayden, Alabama, you don't see horns every time you go hunting. You definitely don't. You don't see deer every time you go hunting. Mm -hmm. And some of that might have been because we were laughing more times than we were not. Yeah. Because we giggled quite a bit. Like little schoolgirls. They're having a good time. (laughs) We were having a good time. So Shane is sitting kind of like this. So he's sitting to the left, and I'm sitting kind of to the right. And it was probably when we first had a shot on the buck was, what would you say, 150 yards? I was I was thinking it was probably closer to 200. I mean, it was. Well, now it's probably 300, now that we've gotten older. The yardage gets. Yeah, it gets, it's a more difficult shot. The And it was just us there. So who so else is going to say it Nobody will tell us how far that shot it's was. 300 yards. So the way I had a shot. He had a shot. But I needed something to prop up on. Because you're not going to freehand 150 to 200 yards shot. 300. 300 yards shot. So I told Shane, I said, I said, just sit still. I said, so I'm, I laid, laid my, my gun barrel. Also, this is not a recommendation. Not we, a recommendation. We learned from doing this. So this was. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we learned something. So I propped my hand up on the shoulder, gun right there. And I'm just looking at the buck. Yeah. And. Yeah. I said. What did I, what did I say, Phil? What did I. Don't shoot. Don't. Hey, Phil, don't shoot. I said. I'm not. No, no. This is what he said. I'm not going to shoot. I'm not going to shoot. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot. So I sat there for another second. In my mind, I'm thinking, you know, you don't get a lot of chances to, to, to get a buck like this. Uh-huh. But this buck, This is what I'm looking at. The yeah. end of yeah. the six millimeter. Right here. I'm, don't, don't shoot. I'm not going to shoot. The, the more I think about this, the more I wouldn't have done it today. Yeah, today, today, today with a little I, more discretion. But, you know, being that young and not having a lot of life experience and not thinking that anything could happen to you. Sure. Or me. Yeah, nothing. We were in. I was talking to a man about this yesterday. At 16 years old, did you ever think? Did you have even a even a thought that you were going to get hurt or there was some damage that could happen? I thought I I was was absolutely invincible. I really never ever thought about dying. If I was going to do any harming, it was going to be on 
it was going to be somebody else being harmed, right? Mm-hmm. I was going mm-hmm. the deer or the mm-hmm. the bull that we were going to ride or the calf we were going to rope or. Mm-hmm. But the longer I looked at that buck yeah. in the scope, mm-hmm. I thought, I think Man, Shane will forgive me. I, th- I don't think he's going to mind. I think he'll forgive me But once I put this buck down. Yeah, it'll all be better. It'll be better. And so he said, once again. Sure. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Feel it. Feel it. Don't. And feel it. Don't shoot. I just had one word for him. two words for him. No, three words. Hold real still. Just hold real still. <laughs> And let it ring out. My ear still hurts. Well, for insult to injury, I missed. He did miss. But the good news was. He did miss. The good news was is the deer didn't know where we were, so instead of going back the direction, which would be further away from us, he just starts running at us. Towards us. But he went down in the valley. So we lost sight. But then it turned into a Civil War-esque yeah, situation, situation like when Kevin Costner is riding the horse across the battlefield and all the they're just shooting, just shooting shoot yeah. you. So yeah. Shane starts shooting, and then we started going tit for tat. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. The deer's just running. Yeah, boom, boom. Shane runs out. I run out of bullets. You're done. I did run out of bullets. I'm down to one bullet. I have like one. Barney Fife. I, it's it. I have shot all of mine except for one bullet. One shell. At this time, the deer has come down. He's probably. 75 yards Let's now. Let's get closer. We're both standing up. We got no free hand. And I said, this is it. It's either now or never. And it's running wide open in a cutover. Katow. Katow. Fold up. Be- white belly up. There was. There was. And we celebrated. Oh, yeah. You weren't mad at me at that time. I was not you mad. You had forgotten I, about your bleeding ear. I, my, I, I thought... I thought I was probably half deaf, but I thought... <laughs> you thought you were celebrating, but you weren't sure because you couldn't hear anything. I was. Yeah. A terrible decision. Again, yeah. for the for the kiddies out there at home, yeah. never, ever do that. Yeah, don't do that. That's the big lesson that we learned from that is that was a terrible decision mm-hmm. by two six... Well, one 16-year-old and one, one victim. One 15-year-old. Supposed to be a basketball player. I mean, it was supposed to be basketball practice. That day we were deer hunters. That day we were deer Actually, hunters. that day we were deer killers. You were. It's a group effort. It's a group effort. Because who knows? You know, you may have turned him. I think I actually flinched with the you, gun I barrel. don't doubt that you did. I probably did. Because you knew. You know me. I knew other. you. When I said, hold real steel. Yeah. The what did gun, that mean? The what gun was, was really? fixing to go off. The, the trigger was being squeezed as the words were coming out. Figging to go it, off. It was going down. So anyway, so the big takeaway, no deer is worth a stupid decision like that. No, but it's coming up this weekend, so get out there, be safe. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't use your buddy's shoulder as a, as a prop. Um, could end in permanent hearing damage. Or worse. Tinnitus. The permanent ringing of, ringing, of ringing of the ears. Permanent ringing of the ears. That's, that's, that's you should know medical. that. I, I, I was trying. You're, you're getting there. I was there. getting there. You just kind of beat me to the punch. Well, then. the only reason I know is because it's a it's a real serious condition that I live with. <laughs> it's on my chart, actually, at the hospital. Good times. Well, deer hunt. So get out there. Good luck, guys. And uh, take the kiddies. Have a good time. Do Enjoy. this. If you kill a big one this weekend, let us know about it. Yeah. Send Phil a little picture. and Yeah, we're on 
Facebook, Hey Now Bound Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. YouTube. Ta- tag us. Let us know how it went. We'd like to celebrate with I you. I saw, I sent a picture, I showed you that picture of that big, big buck that that Mr. Buchanan's boy killed. That's a good one. That's a big one. Oh, chocolate your, horn. For your first deer. Where do you go from there? Where do you go from there? So shout out to uh, Brantley Buchanan on that. That was a tremendous, tremendous kill that he had. And I know uh, uh, Brandon and proud Papa. They're, they're, he was proud. And then I think his other boy killed one uh, the next day. So th- mm-hmm. that was you season this past weekend. So we talked about that. But so that'd be fun. Speaking of Facebook, that's where we're going to conclude our time today. We're going there. I've had this under my hat for a little while. So sure. we're going we're just going to let it out right here and coming out of the bag. Hayden in our area between Hayden Smoke Rise, we have several Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. And, and what community doesn't have several Facebook groups, but probably every community. We definitely do. Lots of entertainment can be found there as well. Well, here's what I want to know. Yeah. Well, ser- this is a serious question. Serious question. After because I'm going to say this, and I've never done the data because it's just not that important. Yeah. But I would say that 75 to 80% of all the Hayden Facebook group posts are dog-related. Not like, hey, I love my dog. Mm-hmm. Look at how cute my dog is. Where is my dog? <laughs> Where is my dog? <laughs> Whose dog is this? And Here, let me. Yeah, please. A little side story. <clears throat> um I was I was at a friend's house one day. He's an older gentleman, and he said uh, he had a dog sitting on his porch, and then another older gentleman with us. And uh, the gentleman's name was Randy, and Randy said, uh, "Whose dog is this?" And we were at his house, Randy's house, and the other gentleman looked at him and said, "Looks like it's your dog, Randy." Mm. Sitting on your porch. Possessions nine tenths of the law. It's your dog. Yeah. Randy didn't want the dog, especially if you feed it. And it was there. It was his dog. But Randy, Randy was very disgusted that that dog was there. He was, he was really asking the question, similar to, whose, whose dog is this? Well, if it's at your house, it's possible that it is now your dog, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If it comes to my house, my wife's taking it in. Yeah. It's happening. Man, we had a recent show up. To go finish your story, though. Well, that was that was pretty much it. Did he end Whose up dog get, is did this? Did he keep the dog or did he not? No, we actually found out it was not his dog. It was his neighbor's dog. Oh well, great. Did he get it returned? He returned the dog. So maybe, quite possibly, and well, more than likely, it's probably your neighbor's dog. We had a similar story, and it, and it turned out to be the neighbor's dog. It was a weenie dog. Mm-hmm. Dotson, Dotson, I think, is yeah. how they yeah. is the big fancy name for that. Well, he shows up. Well, obviously, my kids immediately name him Oscar. If he's got a, he's got a name. No, no, that was because he was a weenie dog. They named him Oscar, Oscar. Meyer. Oscar weenie Meyer. dog. Yeah, I thought I said that they could have. I said Nathan. I, I like also, Nathan. Also, yeah, a decent, that's a good one. Alternative. Yeah. But anyway, so he stays at our Bratwurst. house all day. Yeah. Could not get him to go. He ends up in my house, but he's clearly somebody's. So dog. the girls have adopted him. They've tried to adopt him. We're done. You know, we've got the one. I'm good. Don't want any more dogs. You said that about children, too. That's a whole other story. <laughs> That's another story for another day. It was the neighbor's dog. Thankfully, Facebook was the solution. We were contributing to the 75, 80% of the dog Facebook posts, and yeah. the owner found it. 
come, got the dog. My daughter was devastated because she had sure. totally fallen in love with Named Oscar. it. Named it. Been in the house. He was a pretty cool dog, though. So... So back to the back to the 75-80%. Whose dog is this? Whose dog is this? Where is my dog? Where is my dog is a concerning question. Two questions. Two hypothesi. A hypothesi. Mm-hmm. Have the dogs in Hayden lost God's gift to self-navigate? Kind of like the Bermuda Triangle of the dog world. Hayden, Alabama. Maybe that's it. It's possible. This is the Bermuda Triangle. There was a huge magnetic storm this past weekend. Did you see that? An EMP? James Spann posted about it. If James Spann posts about it. It happened. It's reality. Yeah. So there's hypothesis one. Have they lost the innate ability to navigate, Mm -hmm. Mm self-navigate? Or number two, do we have a dog trafficking ring in Hayden? That's the question. I can't take you serious right now. I'm being serious. How do so many dogs get lost? <laughs> I when you when you brought this up to me, my immediately I immediately went to. Are we talking about maybe? And my son would enjoy this, like maybe a possible Sasquatch. Maybe we should put it on the on the note on the Sasquatch monitoring page. Possible of a larger predator. That's what I'm taking out the dogs. That's what I'm going to. So then they're not getting lost. They're out there and they get sniped. And the reason I say this is we had a we had a very similar similar incident. Now this was in the 90s. Things were back in the back in the 1900s. I know a lot of you young people don't know what it was like. Arguably better back then. Arguably, but tougher times. Simpler times. Simpler times. Back in the 90s, we had a dog named Ronald. Little fast dog. I oh, Ronnie. See, you remember Ronald? No? Is he the one that bit Steve's nose off? That was John. Okay. But Steve did. That was, there's another story. Steve did acquire a, a large laceration That's across ER. the nose. To the ER, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sewed it up, sewed some of the hairs on the inside, actually. <laughs> I didn't know that you, yeah. <laughs> that was, that's true as well. It's reality. It's led to some ingrown hair problems. Anyway. Yeah. So, back um, on track, Ronald. Ronald. Uh, came up missing one night, and and so my dad go like he hears a commotion, goes out on the porch, shines the spotlight out there. A coyote mm. is toting this fast dog across the pasture. He's a goner. Oh, Ronald's a goner. Him. You lost him. We didn't have to post on Facebook. You saw the traffic. Saw the trafficker. Acquire the dog, it's gone. So we grieve, we have a little time, a little morning, morning space for Ronald. He's, he's a goner, he's a good dog, but got trafficked by the coyote. Rest in peace, Ronald. Rest in peace, Ronald, right? RIP. About five days later, I'm, I'm checking the cows in the upper pasture. I look. Don't you give me some sort of resurrection story. Son, listen. Out of the bushes. Mm -mm. Bible. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Oh, come on. I ain't a lying. Out of the bushes comes Ronald. Redemption. He lived with the coyotes for five days. 
had the marks to prove it. Hey, did he live the rest of his days out on the farm? Lived the rest of his days on the farm. Had had four puncture wounds, two on each side where the canines had dug into his back. Dude, I'm telling. I know he he doesn't believe me. Look at his face; he doesn't believe me. It's just hard to. It's believe. reality. It's hard to believe. It's the truth. I mean, you okay? So five. You're telling me five days. Five days from the time that he was in a coyote's mouth, being drugged drug in the across, woods. Drug in the woods. So what does he do for five days? He lives with the. He's he's living in the wild. He what is, do you think he, they made friends on the way up there? I think he. I think the coyote must have said had a moment of. I'm carrying one of my pups. This is a pup. This isn't a. Hmm. This isn't a meal. You think he got the taste of canine-ish genetics? Yeah, and was genetics. Like, this is too close to too me. Too close to me. This is not what I'm not that I'm hungry. Not Jeffrey I'm not. I'm a coat. This is a coat. This is a pup. I thought this was a rabbit. Went back, nursed him back to health. He comes home. I'm telling you. What's the, so, what's the moral of the story there? Don't ever give up. Never give up. <laughs> Don't give up. Keep talking. I'm just saying that I I would think that there's more of a likelihood that we have a predator problem of the so third hypothesis. That that's what I'm going to go. So with. We, so you're saying it's not a navigation problem. No, we don't have a secret trafficking, trafficking. human human dog trafficking. Correct. Thing. You're saying that we have predators that are unknowingly, slowly just picking them off. them off. Well, let me support your hypothesis. Okay. I recently saw on the, one of the Smoke Rise groups that we do have a black bear mm. in Smoke Rise. Those aren't as cuddly as they look. They may have a tooth for the canine. A little, not a sweet tooth, but a canine, a canine tooth. tooth. Yep. I mean, I mean, is that so far fetched? No, I mean, right now is their time that they're really packing on the pounds because me too. <laughs> Amen to that. Not with dogs, but no. other things. The sign in El Molino, as I went out, says, "Don't forget to set your scales back ten pounds." Set them back. I thought that was clever. That's good marketing. I thought that was clever, and I felt good about overindulging. With it. I just got through indulging, and I thought, you know, it's fine. I've been trying to overindulge with like some oranges. I made acorn flower this weekend. All right. But that's a whole, we can talk about that. Well, Shane, thank you for joining me today. I've enjoyed it. Really has. Always a pleasure to talk anything. But today we talked some, some actual purpose and then some, just some entertainment, some fun. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Don't forget, if you're still with us, man, get a raffle ticket. Sure. Follow one of the links. Get on there. Find somebody. At least $10. Buy 10 of them. Buy 20. It's for a great cause. Let's help our kids out in our community. Let's do it. That's all I got. Well, this is Hayden Outbound Podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Shane. We'll see you next time.